obviously the bang sort of happened everywhere 13 and a half billion years ago and from Antarctica because of the uh, it's sort of an undisturbed place to look at the universe where we can see some of the earliest echoes of the first fractions of a second of the Big Bang with the background explorer we're just starting to see wow. um, see some of that and we're, well, you know we're just idiots we're just yeah isn't it still out. isn't aren't we just isn't that kind of what the Sometimes I think that that's what our, the feeling is inside of people. Like the sort of, you know, there's always a desperate kind of scared feeling inside. Yeah. It's because we're still in the middle of an explosion. Like, isn't isn't it just like there's a there was this big boom and we're all flying? I mean, we're flying through space we're a little bits of at flotsam. gazillion miles per hour, we're and we're a little like it's scary, but we're in denial of it. But when you go like right before you go to sleep and you need to watch Family Guy so that you can <laughs> not feel so bad, isn't it because you're we're going ah? Like forever, in a way. Uh, I don't know. It's just you can get all worried about it. You can recognize it and just try and understand what's going on. Brand new sponsor alert. I highly recommend you check out Miracle Brand self cooling bed sheets. Go to trymiracle.com slash Opie to try it today. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Be sure to use the promo code Opie at checkout to save 40% and get three free towels. All right, it looks like we are live. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to my little live stream from the ocean. And with that, I say uh, cheers. First sip of coffee. Whoa, microwaved coffee. Uh, Eton Burke was just watching your clip of Jimmy's Aussie books being left behind. LOL. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I've been having uh, some fun uh, finding some old videos from the old Opie and Anthony show and kind of repurposing them because I talk about them on the live stream. So, you know, go to your uh, Facebook page if you're on the YouTube or go on your YouTube if you're on the Facebook. Whoa, what was, what was that? I thought I just heard my first shotgun. I know, um, I know summer's getting away from us, but... Uh, it's a little too early for the shotguns. We get uh, we get the duck hunters uh, firing away, and which is really really creepy. As you walk the beach and there's shotgun shells all over the beach, you're like, "There's no ducks around here, you lunatics!" <laughs> Did E Rock ask you to do anything for the Steve C tribute he put together? No, I I, I guess uh, people were attacking me yesterday because I wasn't part of some Steve C thing. I uh, I a did not know about it. Uh, which means B, no one contacted me about it, and C, I have no desire to do anything with any of those people. So uh, there you go. But uh, I think of Steve C uh, quite often. Um, and, uh, you know, if they put something together uh, for Steve C, you know, God bless them. Good for them. That's a nice thing to do. But I had no idea about it. How's your back feeling? Well, thank you very much for asking, Wilson, the medical marijuana guy. Pulled my back really bad. It pretty much ruined my summer. I'm not going to lie to you. It slowed us way, way down, especially for the first three weeks. And uh, last night, middle of the night, I I, uh, I kind of went for a, uh, you know, a turn. I was adjusting myself in bed, and I heard the final click of my back going back into place. Which is such a glorious feeling. I've been about 75-80% for the last, I don't know, 10 days or so. But uh, that last click in the middle of the night, I think that put the kid back into the game. 
So thanks for asking. Uh, the glasses because of the tired eyes. I just woke up. I got microwaved coffee. The reason why I got the tired eyes is because uh, I, I've been up since 5. Because Doggy was licking my athlete's feet. And that's the only reason I woke up at 5 in the morning. I had my tootsies outside the blanket. And, and this damn dog, he could sniff uh, some, some goodness. And he sniffed my athlete's foot goodness and started going to town. And that's what woke me up. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then my stomach's like, oh, is it time to get up? So that starts going. And then all my pee's like, oh, it's time to go to the bathroom. Okay. Next thing you know, I'm up. I'm like, I I don't want to be up. Thanks, doggy. I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, I got to say that... um, that uh, it's right around the corner that we're moving back to the Glass Box Studio in New York City. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, after being out here for the whole summer, I guess I'm in for a little bit of a change. Kids are uh, getting excited to go back to school. What's really, really strange is that, uh, you know, America's a big place, as we all know. And uh, there's places in America that are very different than uh, how we live up here, uh, especially down south. And they're already calling it. They're like, summer's over, and the kids are back at school. I'm like, what is that about? What are you doing? This is like the best part of summer, even though, you know, I got the long sleeve on because you feel the chill in the air. We got a good solid two, almost three weeks left up here, and I'm seeing pictures from all over America where the kids are already back at school. I'm like, that's just weird. (laughs) Look what happened to poor Liz Cheney in Wyoming. What? (laughs) I respect uh, politicians like Liz Cheney. Don't forget. And because I said I respect uh, politicians like Liz Cheney, I guess I'm a libtard. Like, do some basic reading. uh, reading. Do some basic reading. Do some basic reading. That doesn't make sense whatsoever. Ever. Excuse me. She's a she's a hardcore conservative. She voted with Trump about ninety six percent of the time. I don't know if that's true. I just read that somewhere that she voted with Trump ninety six percent of the time. I'm no better than any of you dummies. I read that and now I'm telling you it like I I know for sure. Like I went over her voting record. Like oh. Oh, she voted uh, yes on that, and so did Trump. Okay, one. Oh, she voted yes here, Trump yes, oh, two. I have no idea. But I respect anyone that goes against party. I really do. I've always been that guy. Not a big fan of politicians in general, but when they go against party, that's where their heart lies. I like that. That's why I like, uh, at times, that Joe Manchin. Because he also does that shit. Where the Democrats are like, well, you just do what we're doing. He's like, ah, nah, nah, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me take a, a little look-see here. And he puts his reading glasses on and starts... No, I got problems that I need to deal with. I like politicians like that. And then the one that beat out Liz Cheney kicked her ass. So bravo and congratulations to the people that... That like that and it makes them feel much happier today. Good for you. Hope that fills a void in your heart. But the one that beat her, she wasn't a Trump fan. She hates Trump. She went against Trump in 2016. Hardcore. And then she changed her tune. 
So she's a phony like the rest of them. And she will fit in perfect, uh, perfectly down there in Washington. Wow. I think I drank too much coffee. My tongue is a, a flying past my brain. But in the end, I don't care if Liz Cheney is uh, in or out. You know, I learned a long time ago. Uh, you're mad at you're mad at Anthony. You're mad at Anthony, your guy, for not agreeing with your lie. You are mentally. I'm I'm mentally unstable. Okay. Out of the three guys from the Opie and Anthony show, I'm mentally unstable. Okay. This guy woke up nice and early to just obsess and hate. <laughs> They're trying to push the uns mentally unstable thing because I was brave enough to talk about my mentally ill mom. Okay. Yeah, all right. Do you understand the, the type of people I worked with? And you're, and you're trying to say I'm the one that's mentally unstable? Shut up. You love a good back click? You get it, Katie. You get it. Give yourself a couple gold stars today. Yeah, man, when your back is out, you're trying everything, you're icing it, you're putting heat on it, you're doing stretching, you're going to a chiropractor maybe, or a trainer, and you're working out, you're doing everything you can, and then what happens every once in a while, you know, your back is is uh, just uh, out of place, and you'll just be doing regular shit, and all of a sudden you'll hear the click, and that's your, what the hell was that? Hold on a minute, we might have problems. What the hell was that? I don't know. I think it's a UFO. Something's going on over there. Maybe it was a car backfiring, but that did not sound good at all. Uh, but, uh, yeah, all of a sudden you'll be doing just mundane shit, and you'll hear your back click back into place, and, man, is it a glorious feeling. Isn't uh, mental uh, instability required for good radio? Yeah, I'll, t I'll tell you the God's honest truth, man. You know, my comfort zone was being with insane people. And that's why when I was building a massive radio show, I, I found the insane people. If you want to know the truth, that's exactly what happened. My comfort zone was, what, was chaos. Not anymore, by the way. And maybe that's why some people find me a little more boring these days. Because I don't feel like living in that chaos. But that was my comfort zone. If there, if there wasn't insane things happening around me, then I couldn't be bothered. I blew off good, solid people that could have been really, really good friends in my life. Because they were a bit on the boring side. Now I just got normal friends. Normal friends, which I like. When are you getting back? Oh, boy. Okay, thank you, sir. Yuck the disappointed ope. <laughs> I'm not disappointed. <laughs> you know that You know that most of this is just me effing around, right? People still don't understand that I've, I just use my Twitter to eff around. You know what I did last night? I forgot the tweet. Someone could get the tweet, but I basically... Uh, praised Liz Cheney. This is what I did. I was I was less than two minutes away from being out cold for the night. Like, you know, when you're really feeling it, you're like, oh man, I'm going to have a good sleep. I had the windows open, the ocean air is coming in. <clears throat> nice breeze because it's a little chilly out here today. And I, I praised Liz Cheney as I'm falling asleep. It was like this. I tweeted it and I put my phone on the nightstand 
And I swear, after I uh, after I sent that tweet, I was out cold for the night and had a glorious sleep until Doggy woke me up with uh, you know him licking my athlete's um, my athlete's feet, both feet, and I did that on purpose. And then I woke up, I checked my Twitter, they were arguing all night long. <laughs> Cheers. People still don't know I use my Twitter just to be a dick. Uh, thank you there, Chris Cooper. Opie, you're the only one of the gang that is the same person today, and thank you for that. Love you. I, I don't know, I've changed dramatically, but I've always had, I know this is going to sound stupid because I was a shock jock for all those years, but I always had values and morals, even though my mom was... Uh, a, a, a pretty crazy person. She also raised us with values and morals. And I know that goes against the shock jock thing, but I always had that in me. What would you take for one final show of ONA? You must be sick of people asking and would be closure to the brand. Win for the fans and yourself. I, I, I have my closure. Now I'm just, uh, now I'm just talking shit. Because I saw a couple videos from the, those idiots, and I finally said, I've had it. And I'm just beginning. I got, I got insane stories that will be coming out in, in the coming weeks. Insane stories. I finally had it. With the crap and the BS and the lies. That's why all of a sudden I went in. Because I'm like, I try to take the high road. For the sake of the brand, but then I saw a couple things. I'm like, you, you get, you're just, you're just terrible people. So now I'm gonna give my two cents on everything. I'm done with O and A. Honestly, I tried. You know, <clears throat> when I finally had a solo show at Sirius XM after miserable Jimmy moved on after stabbing me in the back. He never wanted to do a radio show with me. He wasted my effing time. He was there for the money and the exposure to sell tickets for his comedy shows. He didn't give a crap about me. He didn't give a crap about the show. And for the most part, he didn't give a crap about the fan base unless they were buying tickets to his comedy shows. That is a fact. So he just sat there and rotted. And then when I finally uh, had freedom... I was doing a show that I really enjoyed with Carl and Vic and Sherrod and Chris DeStefano and Voss was really good back then. I was really, really happy. And then at that point, I'm like, you know what? Let me see what this Anthony thing's all about. Let's see if he's changed a little bit. You know, we haven't talked in a couple years. Started taking phone calls from the guy and they were going very, very well. And there's your closure, by the way. That's It's a long answer to your question, but that's the real closure. Because I'm like, all right, let me see what this is about. You know, um, there's a lot of money as far as the Opie and Anthony brand goes. I'll take these phone calls. Maybe we can make some money off this shit. We'll see where this goes. We don't have to do a show every day. I still don't like the guy, but... Uh, for the sake of the brand, let me let me do some calls with the guy. And they were going great. They were going great. The chemistry was there. It was really funny. We're beating the shit out of each other. Making light of our situation. And then all of a sudden, the, the, guy, the, the guy just went back to hating me for no reason. That's your closure. That was the final straw. And it happened many years ago. I don't want to do any of that. You guys want that. I don't want to be around those people anymore. It didn't make me feel good. 
I was kind of a sad person being around those type of people. And I, and I know, because it's been, uh, wow, I don't even know. I have to put at least 10 years on it. 10 years of therapy. Those people did not make me feel good for a very, very long time. You guys relive the glory days of Opie and Anthony. And I'm going to talk about it less and less as I move forward. I'm not stupid. I could be making millions of dollars. And those guys would do it in a second. But that none of that excites me. I don't want to be around those people anymore. And even if that means that I end up becoming very poor. Uh, was Rich Voss and you close? I thought we were. But then, uh, you know, I was just the guy in the seat. You learn that. It took many, many years to realize I was just the guy in the seat. So a lot of these guys, you know, sucked up to me, made believe they were friends with me. And then as soon as I lost the big seat, they showed their true colors. And Voss is absolutely one of those guys. He sucks up to whoever the guy is in the in the seat, in the big seat. Uh, Roland, uh, Roland, Roland got incredibly jealous of me and Carl's relationship. And me and Carl tried so hard to include him. And there was something in Roland's brain. He, he was very jealous of the relationship uh, me and Carl had. Like, uh, you know, Carl came around because of Roland and Guy Fieri. And when me and Carl met, it was instant magic. We became instant friends. Um, and somewhere in there, Roland uh, was very, very jealous of that. And we tried to include him in, I mean, everything. And me and Roland were really, really good friends. You know, I understand what happened that day with Roland. Somehow, you know, that embarrassed him. But I swear to you to this day, I did nothing illegal. I was just trying to have some fun with uh, my inner circle, the guys that, uh, you know, I was hanging out with uh, every day. And it fell, it fell flat. It fell flat, but it wasn't anything malicious. And unfortunately, you get people out there that uh, they will they will push that agenda for another five years. But there was no maliciousness behind it. I understand that it fell flat with Roland. And uh, when I asked him if I could post this hilarious video that was uh, not even R-rated, he said no. I was bummed, but I understood. And that's where it should have ended. But then he went to the company like it, 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 it wasn't even an R-rated video. It wasn't even an R-rated video. And in the end, I was justified by the company. I, I got to be careful because, you know, we have a, a gentleman's agreement. But I was justified at the end because they thought it was a, a much bigger deal than it was. I think I could say that. And then uh, they insisted they see the video I took that day. And they're like, oh, my God. Because they knew then I had, I had, well, I, I got to be careful. Then they knew I had something on them. Let's just put it that way. So we had a gentleman's agreement in the end. But honestly, if it, you know, if the thing embarrassed Roland, I think it did. Then, you know, that's, that's, that's where my blame is in the whole thing. But you got to, you know, when, when I said this, uh, it's a, it's an ongoing theme. When people don't like you, they just, they'll go all in and they'll, They'll just make up complete lies about you. And then you sit there and you just could give your two cents and, and try to be honest. And that's all. And I sleep well at night because I've, I've, uh, I've told my side of uh, the story. And, and I know what uh, is true and what's not. And, and that's, all, that's all you could hope for. 
Because you'll, you'll have people, they're, they're revving up right now with their lies and their BS against me. I understand that. In the end, there's nothing you can do about that. Brand new sponsor alert. I highly recommend you check out Miracle Brand Self-Cooling Bed Sheets. Go to trymiracle.com slash Opie to try it today. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Be sure to use the promo code Opie at checkout to save 40% and get three free towels. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Brand self-cooling bed sheets. Inspired by silver-infused fabrics made by NASA. Sorry, I wasn't supposed to be surprised there. Um, (laughs) Miracle Brand makes temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. I know this much. I've had Miracle Brand sheets for the last couple of weeks. I'm absolutely loving them. And the one thing I've noticed... I'm not taking my legs out of the covers in the sheets, then putting my leg back in the cover in the sheets. All night long, I'm in the same position, very, very comfortable, sleeping like a baby. That's because they got self-cooling properties. Using silver-infused fabrics originally developed by NASA, Miracle Brand sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long so you get better sleep every night. And they're self-cleaning. What? Yes, these sheets are infused with natural silver that prevent 99.9% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than any other sheets. But, oh, are they comfortable? Of course they are. And it's better for your skin, too. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Clean sheets means less bacteria to clog your pores and fewer breakouts and other skin problems. All right, guys, they're a brand new sponsor, so I definitely want you to check them out. Go to trymiracle.com slash opie to try today and we've got a special deal for you be sure to use the promo code opie o-p-i-e at checkout to save 40 percent and to get three free towels and miracle is so confident in their product it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee you know what that means so if you're not a hundred percent satisfied you could get a full refund but you're not going to do that Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Brand. Go to trymiracle.com slash opie. Use the code opie to claim your three free piece towel set and to save 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash opie. And man, thanks to Miracle Brand for sponsoring this episode. Oh, big fan. I was an advertiser on your show back in the WNEW days when I was up there and met you guys. I couldn't tell you guys did not like each other. Yeah, I mean, we faked it for a very long time, <laughs> which was just eating away inside. I thought, you know, I, I think I could talk for Anthony, too. It was eating both of us from the inside out. But, man, you know, I, I tried to leave in 2000. Um, I tried to leave in 2000. I knew it wasn't right anymore. Um the entity I knew in Boston was incredibly different, like, right away when we moved to New York. I'm like, Who's the, who is this guy? And he could have his reasons, all that. But I, I was looking at a completely different guy. I'm like, this is this is crazy. I don't know this guy. And um, so we were making, <clears throat> the numbers might be a little off, but we were making a couple hundred thousand dollars around uh, 99, something like that, which was... Incredible money. 
still is incredible money. I, I don't I don't make that nowadays. And uh, I, I knew it wasn't right with Anthony anymore. And it was 2000. And I called up Bob Eatman. I said, I'm done. I can't do this. And I've had a, at that point, I had a lot of years of experience in radio. And I knew I'd, I would be fine. I would just be fine. I would continue making money and, and, you know, growing my career. Whether it was as big as what became of the Opie and Anthony show or not, whatever. I don't know for sure. If I was a betting man, I would probably have to say I probably wouldn't have been. But, you know, you never know. So I called him in uh, 2000, Bob Eman. I, I said, uh, I'm done. I can't do this. Me and Ant don't like each other. We don't get along. We're not on the same page. Whatever magic we had the first three years of our career is long gone. I knew this in 2000. And, uh, you know, Bob, love him, miss him. He did a lot of great stuff outside radio for me and my family. Um, you know, he talked to my insecurities. And uh, my insecurities were the fact that I grew up one of seven, eight, nine kids here on Long Island with absolutely no money. Like, zero money. Um, and it was, a, it was a big time struggle for me and my family. And um, we were about to get syndicated across America for millions of dollars. And Bob Eaton's like, do you understand that you're about to give up millions of dollars? And I said, yeah, I'm ready. But inside, obviously, I wasn't. And uh, I can honestly say back in 2000, I continued because uh, I knew I could be financially set in my life, which isn't a bad thing, obviously. But I should have had more confidence in myself that I would have been financially secure if I stepped away in 2000. Maybe not to the extent that the Opie and Anthony show gave us, but uh, I should have been more uh, you know, confident, I should say, in my abilities. And Bob knew how miserable I was, but, you know, no offense to Bob, but he's also thinking about his 10%, which was a big number because he was getting 10 from me. And Anthony, and I'm not sure if Jimmy was uh, uh, represented by Bob at that point, but it would be 10% of Jimmy's as well. But I'm not positive about that part of the, the puzzle here. And then, you know, also my ego got in the way. I'm like, wait, we're about to be heard all across America. So I sacrificed happiness to do a show that I knew I didn't like the person anymore to make a lot of money. And I know you're like, uh, I, I get it. But, like I said, I should have had more confidence back in 2000 to just step away. I would have been uh, much better off uh, in my personal life. Let's just put it that way. And that's the only reason Jimmy came on board. Because Bob's like, there's got to be something you could do here. You're, you're going to walk away from millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. I'm like, yeah, so. Uh, and then, um, you know, Jimmy was calling in... Uh, to the show and he was pretty good uh, and then we took that shortcut I'm like well we're working with this guy Jim Norton you know maybe we can bring him on board and then that gives us both a person we could talk through because me and Anthony didn't really want to talk to each other anymore it got a little better after that and then we we found some kind of understanding we found a lane me and Ant even though we didn't like each other but you know for many many years I'll say it I haven't said it in a while as soon as those mics went off uh, we barely talked to each other and barely looked at each other. And then it got to a point as soon as the mics went off, I left the studio 
uh, until we came back from those long commercial breaks because I, I couldn't stand even just sitting in the same room as the guy. And I now know that Jimmy, even though he worked on the Opie and Anthony show, he wasn't the best choice. Jesus, we, we, we could have picked any comedian out there. What I should have done was taken my time. And then, you know, obviously Jimmy would have been a part of the show, of course. But to be a full-time, I, don't, I, I, I now know there were way better choices. And you know the players. Brewer at the time would have been a better choice. Uh, Patrice O'Neill would have been a better choice. Bob Kelly would have been a better choice. I'm sure I'm missing a few in there. But to be fair, you know, it, it absolutely did work for uh, many years with Jimmy. I, I See, this is what I have to deal with. That's JD, that's not true. That's not true. This is exactly what I'm talking about. You've never seen the video. You have no idea. Because you don't like me, you're going to push that goddamn agenda. The company knows it's not true. In the end, they paid me every single penny of my contract. Officially, I was not fired. We had a gentleman's agreement. It's people like you. It's not true. This is what you got to deal with. When someone doesn't like you, it doesn't... Facts, facts, facts get in the way. Oh, facts. Ew, let me get rid of all these facts. God, I, I truly hate people. I hate them because of their dishonesty. You know, when that whole incident went down, I, I talked about the whole damn thing on the radio and was very, very honest about it. I've been honest ever since. Company thought it was way more than it was. And then we said, screw that. I'm not going down like that. So I got uh, I got some high-powered lawyers, if you need to know, which which pisses me off because they took a nice chunk of the money that was mine. Should have never had to fight it at all. And then the company's like, well, uh, I guess we got to see the video. I'm like, yeah, I guess you have to. We emailed it to them. So it is out there somewhere, by the way. We emailed it to them. They got back to us in five minutes. Okay, we're, uh, we want to work this out. I'm like, thank you. That's the truth. Uh, it was weird. You always wanted to... All right, I, this guy's got to go. No, Jimmy wanted naked guys in this... Uh, you're gone. Of course, he'll just come back with another fake account, but... I don't know what happened to these people that they're like, I'm miserable. I want to make everyone else's experience miserable. And then I'm the dummy that uh, plays into it. Oh, but do you agree, Mel Carmen looks? Do you have dyslexia, Jay Warren? Like, you're really frustrating. Oh, but do you agree, Mel Carmazon looks? Is it dyslexia? I have a little dyslexia. But what I do is I take my time and, and read it a couple times. Like, oh, wait, I think I need another word here. What are you doing? What are you trying to say? That was another time I tried to quit after Anthony took major shots at my brother's uh, restaurant. You know, my brother can't afford somebody taking major shots at his at his restaurant. So, oh, God. For, and then I was called a C when he uh, when he texted Jimmy. Uh, no, he texted me thinking he was texting Jimmy. I guess he was really hung over that day. So he calls me a little C because I was sticking up for my brother because he was trashing my brother's restaurant. This is insanity. Absolute insanity. So when someone like texts you like uh, the little C won't even look at me today and he texts it to me instead of Jimmy, I'm like, All right, I'm done. 
So I left for uh, that time. I left for two or three days. And then Mel Karmazin uh, insisted, insisted I go to his office. And this is what he said, and it's going to piss off a lot of people, but it's the Gaza's truth once again. He goes, uh, if, if you don't come back, the show is over. The, sh- the show doesn't work without you. Yes, he said that. And then he said, if, you're, if you want to reinvent yourself, I want you to reinvent yourself here at Sirius XM. So then I went back to the show, which was stupid again. At that point, I should have ran away. And the rest is history. Then the show played out with Anthony going on an insane racist rant. And then he blames everybody except himself. Yeah, I only have a touch. I have a touch of a couple things. That's it. I have a touch of a couple things. A touch of dyslexia. I don't even know. I've, I've never been tested. I have a touch of uh, being on the spectrum. I don't think that either. But uh, it's fun to say that because Carl really, I think Carl thought that I did. Oh, is this what you want to say? Do you agree Mel Karmazin looks like Jerry Sandusky? And I stopped as I wanted to get his name right. I also retracted the message. It's uh, Jay, honestly, I'm just messing with you. It's fine. I mean, what am I doing? I, I got an ocean behind me. This, is, this isn't real life. We're just fooling around. It's fine. Uh, does he look like Jerry? No, I always thought that Mel Karmazin, this is way too inside, looked like, uh, looked like uh, uh, Martin Scorsese. I always thought they looked uh, similar. Everyone related to the show is still friends, but you, LOL, says everything. Okay. I don't want to be friends with them, Mac. And they're not friends. Oh, I I guess I'm driving people crazy today because the numbers are really high. and They're not friends. Show me one picture where they're actually doing stuff as friends, please. I beg you. One. One. You're not going to find it. They're cordial and and, uh, friendly with each other, and that's fine. But I made my decision a long time ago. For the most part, I don't want anything to do with pretty much all of them. And partly, uh, partly because it just wore me out. The whole thing just wore me out. I don't even necessarily have problems on a personal level with a lot of those people. I just don't want to be with any of them. The whole thing wore me out. But they're not friends. None of them are actually friends. They're all just hustling. That's all they're doing is hustling, trying to make a living, trying to make a few bucks. That's all. And that means they all kind of are in the same circles. That's it. But to use the word friends, that's uh, completely ridiculous. Yep, that was the text. And I should have left right after that. Yeah, a little little more stress today than usual because of the dishonesty. But, you know... It's just frustrating that people uh, have incredible dishonesty out there. You see it in politics. You see it in every walk of life. Because the fact is, like, if someone doesn't like you, facts don't matter. I've had to deal with horrendous, terrible lies and rumors about myself and my family just because someone didn't like me. When the sad part is there were plenty of stuff... That was real that they could have attacked, but that wasn't good enough. So they had to like go after, go after uh, uh, my family, and then try any anything, any any lie they could push forward. They were hoping would stick. That's just terrible. That's a person that just simply wasn't uh, brought up right. If you want to know the truth, yeah, man. Uh, thanks, Larry. 
enjoy your day with the family. You are able to do things with the kids that many wish they could. Well, um, and I'm making up for lost time. There were definitely uh, times, if you need to know the truth, that uh, the ONA show, like I said, like I said a little while ago, it, it just wore me out. Um, where I wasn't present for my own wife and my own uh, my own kids, and I I also decided uh, at this point many years ago that, that that will never happen again. And sometimes I uh, I regret that I I lost out on some uh, some very cool days with my wife and my kids, and I, that will not happen again. I will not allow that to happen again. I don't hate E Rock at all. He's reached out, but I I find it hard to talk to him, knowing he works for for Anthony. If you want to know the truth, because I also know what Anthony actually thought of the guy. It's like it the whole thing is insane. It really is. But Iraq reached out a few times, and I, uh, I I do respect that, and I'm also very happy for him that he's become a father because I knew that was uh, very important to him and his uh, wife. But I'm like I can't. The guy you work for, I, it makes it very hard for us to have anything going on. I'm sorry. I was as honest as I could be with the guy. Sorry you brought the Roland thing up. No, bro, it's all good. I mean, I was I was really close with Roland, and it was weird. Things got very weird and different when me and Carl became friends. And I was aware of that. And I was very thankful towards Roland because he brought someone like Carl into my life. I wouldn't have had that friendship with Carl if it wasn't for Roland. And then we try to include him, and it, uh, you could just see it. Things just got really fucking weird. I mean, that's that's on him to figure out, I guess. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do, sir. <laughs> that's uh, thank you for the laugh. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, right on, Bill Harris. Yeah, man. I mean, I liked uh, O&P, whatever the P part is. But quite honestly, I like what you did after with Carl and the boys a lot more. Yeah, man, we were onto something massively huge. And um, no one will ever know that because we just didn't have enough time to really develop it into something um, huge. But when I started doing radio with Carl and, and Vic especially, and then Sherrod obviously and Chris Stefano and... um. I knew I was onto something pretty fucking big, but uh, you know, in the end, when you're comparing that against Opie and Anthony, you, you can't. But I knew it was really, really good radio that could have been massively huge. But uh, I sit here uh, saying that with uh, both those guys no longer with us, and um, you know, that's that's uh, that's absolutely a hard pill to swallow. Especially because I just miss them as friends. There's absolutely insane people. <laughs> they're, they're insane. <laughs> it was just a radio show, Jesus. <laughs> it wasn't even... It was just a radio show, you lunatics. Have a lovely day. And don't worry so much about little old me. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo.